In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Yeah. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real Klaus Schwab's golden pinup boy, Prime Minister Mark Rutte, is busy fulfilling the agenda of the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. They're going to reduce 50% of the farmers here in Holland. And that's not only that's only the farming, mm. but the truck drivers is going to come down. Uh, industry is coming come down. Everything is going down. At the same time, people are aware that uh, the climate is the climate is changing, and that we need to step up our collective efforts to make sure that we uh, counter that and that we mitigate it. Disgraceful. Last week, I also mentioned the crazy climate policies in Sri Lanka, where the army are brought in to stop ordinary workers getting gasoline. And this morning, as I said, we learned that Sri Lankan President Gotabaya Rajapaksa has been forced to flee as protesters surround his residence. More madness caused entirely by the climate cult implementing climate change policies. This is taking place everywhere and you can slate it all home to insane globalist climate change policies. As the same enemies within, radical environmentalists, the same globalists, the people that are flooding our borders, these same ones are destroying your food security. Frontlineprep.com guys, get prepared, have enough food for you and your family when this stuff hits, it's coming. It's coming. Frontlineprep.com and beyond that, though, these people have to be destroyed. It's up to us. It's up to this generation to do it. And ladies and gentlemen, why it's coming is because they are, I keep telling you, 
They're desperate. They are so desperate to make sure that this great reset, this 2036, whatever it is, plan that they had goes through. And they had to steal the United States election in order to have the United States on board with this. If the United States wasn't on board with this, the world would remain basically, uh, you know, always striving to be what the United States was. But if the United States falls, if the dollar falls, if the culture falls, if the military falls, if the gas prices destroy everything, if inflation destroys our country, just like it did Rome, well then, then, ladies and gentlemen, they could have that little window of opportunity to control the food, control the energy. And we all know, when they control the food, they control the masses. When they control the energy, they control the masses. We knew this was coming. This should not be a surprise. This should not come as a shock. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. It's going to get a little worse before it gets better. It will get better, I promise you. God has got us now in the palm of his hands uh, like he used to back at the founding of this nation even all the way up until the 1940s and the 50s. It was in the 1960s and 70s when God turned his back on us, but we've made the conscious efforts. We've made the conscious efforts to do the right thing as a country, starting with abortion. And they are going to come at us harder than ever now to control the food and to control the energy. Ask yourself, what are they trying to control right out in the open right now? They're trying to control the gas and energy sector. They're trying to push you all towards something that they can control from everywhere, and they're trying to control this food by killing all the farmers off, not, you know, actually killing them off, but killing off their crops, taking their crops, taking their land, pushing everything to one world government. This is really happening. It's not like, you know, some blowhard Alex Jones wannabe like some people on the left call me is just getting on here going, oh, everybody, run, run, the sky is falling. What would I get out of it? It's not like you guys donate to me to give you bad news. You know what I mean? What would I get out of it? It's almost like when somebody asks you why you're spreading the gospel. There's nothing that you're getting out of it. You're doing it all for God. There's no reason. There's no self-gratification uh, that I get um, outside of doing the Lord's work by saying, oh, I got another one. I got another one. I planted the seed in another one. Yeah, I'm awesome. No, it's not. F- folks, it's happening, and we need to make sure that we're aware so that we know what our next big fight is. But I'm, I titled today's show, Declare Your Independence from Our Federal Government. And throughout the show today, you'll understand, because I'm going to give you stories that show you exactly why you should be independent from the federal government. When we say bring things back local, that means state and down. State level and all the way down to your town, to your household. That is where you should keep things. State level and down. Do not worry about the federal government helping you. If the federal government has helped you in the past through federal, uh, through federal subsidies and stuff, that is how they control you. Rid yourselves of them. Get rid of it. Cut those ties. Even if it hurts for a little bit, get away from any dependence on our federal government. Our federal government is illegitimate. Our federal government is there illegally. Our federal government literally does not have your best interest at heart. They are there occupying illegitimately and the only way that we give them, uh, the only way we can uh, take away their power outside of voting them out and making sure that we purge this party the right way and the country and, and all politics and drain the swamp legally is by not giving them power. How do you not give them power? You don't rely on them for anything. 
What about our Social Security we paid into? What are you going to do? There's nothing you can do about that. I'm talking about things you can control. I'm talking about things you can control, like your food sources, like your water sources. I don't know how many of you probably have something out in the, out in the country, somewhere you knew growing, growing up, where you can go get fresh water. Like where I grew up, where, where I grew up um, we can go and we can go and find fresh uh, runoffs, and we can fill water jugs if we have to, and that's never going to go dry. You know what I mean? Uh, my wife and I are, are, are already talking about getting all of our meats from local farmers, one large cow, one large pig, keeping them in freezers, doing whatever we can. Now, somebody says, I live on Social Security only. Well, I understand that, and that's something that can't be, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I get it. There's some people that live off our federal government, and if that's the case, then there's really not much you can do. I'm talking about things you don't have to take. From the federal government. Subsidies that states don't have to take. We only take them because the federal government gave them to us for so long to get us dependent on them. That's how they work. I'm talking about things that you can control. Things that you can do without. We have to declare our independence from the federal government in any way that we possibly can. Now, I also want to tell you about another reason why we should be declaring our independence from food and water sources. Have you guys seen the Roundup? Uh, lawsuit that roundup weed killer what is it an 80 billion dollar lawsuit 80 million dollar lawsuit i don't know what it is it's huge long story short folks 80 percent of the urine taken from cancer patients has the roundup um weed killer ingredients in it Basically, all these people that have cancer have one common denominator, and that is they are eating food and they are intaking produce that has had this Roundup weed killer used on it. Controversial ingredient, glyphosate, uh, glyphosate uh, found in weed killer, presents in uh, samples uh, the CDC finds. Um, more than 80% of urine samples drawn from children and adults in the United States Health Study contained a weed-killing chemical linked to cancer, a finding scientists has called disturbing and concerning. The report by a unit of the Center for Disease Control and Prevention found that out of 2,310 urine samples taken from a group of Americans intended to be a representative of the U.S. population, 1,885 were laced with detectable traces of glyphosate. Glyphosate? I don't know how the, 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 best, the right way to pronounce that is. Glyphosate or glyphosate. I would say maybe glyphosate. Um, were laced with the detectable traces of it. This is the active ingredient in herbicides sold around the world, including the widely used Roundup brand. Almost a third of the participants were children, ranging from 6 to 18, and that would make perfect sense, right? Because older older uh, generations ate more ha- uh, naturally. They ate more healthy. Everything that they ate was pretty much local, at least state down. You know what I mean? It's not the case anymore. Everything is preservatives. Everything is extracts. So uh, my family, myself, we're all doing our best to get away from all that. We're all doing our best to get away from preservatives, get away from extracts, get away from supermarket bought things unless it is locally sourced and going straight to the farmer, going straight to that's what we're going to start working on. We're also going to start working on getting our daily amount of vegetables and fruits. It's very, very important that we declare our independence, our financial independence, if we can. Our health independence, if we can, any way we can, we have to declare 
our depend independence from this federal government, much like we declared our independence from uh, Britain all those years ago, from the UK all those years ago. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'd also like to ask prayers before we get to the Lord for Ben Schaefer. He's going uh, undergoing emergency surgery, and he's the father of one of our Live from America family members. So please, please, if you can, keep Ben Schaefer in your prayers today. And also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, today at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, we do have our Coffee Talk Tuesdays on Telegram. And a lot of people don't know how to get on. If you just go to my Telegram page, Live from America, you'll see it uh, right before 1 o'clock, maybe 10 minutes before, I'll post a group chat. You just click that group chat. And you'll get right in. And uh, today, I think we'll be doing video. So if you want to jump on video, you can. If you only want to do audio, you can do that. We will be recording the entire thing for both social media and our podcast, just so you know. All right. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, to the Lord today. Uh, And I titled this morning's newsletter, Faith versus Failure. Failure leads to depression. Let's get into this. I said, happy Tuesday to you and your family. What a world of ups and downs we live in, huh? The great thing about living in the grace and the light of God is there should never really be any downs. Yes, there are going to be disappointments and struggles in life, and things sometimes go sideways. But if your perspective and gaze is upon God, then you will see those as challenges rather than problems. When you are with Jesus, there are rarely, if any, points in life where you are depressed or alone. A lot of people feel that they have failed at life or failed their friends or their families. Today we will discuss that. Quick update on our finances here at LFA. We are down quite a bit this month, and it's no secret why. Biden is destroying all of our financial freedoms. And for the first time in months, we are only funded two weeks ahead. So let's pray that God has it all worked out. I know he does. And thank you all uh, who, who can help monetarily, and thank you all who help in other ways. It's very much appreciated. Pray, pray, pray. That's the best we can do. All right, verse of the day today is going to come from 2 Corinthians 5 through 9. 2 Corinthians 5 through 9 for those who follow along with their Bibles. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do, not, or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you? So this is literally telling you to examine yourself and push yourself to the limit. Test your faith. Test your faith in God. And the best way you can do this is by your response and your perspective the next time something really bad happens or something unexpected happens in your life. All right? So test yourself. Test your faith. It's very, very important. All right? Um, Unless indeed you fail to meet the test. I hope you will find out that we have not failed the test, but we pray to God that you may do no wrong. Not that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right, though we may seem to have failed. For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. For we are glad when we are weak and you are strong. Your restoration is what we pray for. Pretty powerful stuff. Knowing that you're going to come into bad times. Literally equipping yourself and actually being anxious and ready for those bad times. Because it is when we are weak that we pray to God the most. And when we are weak is when we build ourselves, build uh, our courage, when we build uh, charisma, when we build stamina, when we build um, 
Everything that you have that's strong about yourself, you've built through tough times. And remember this. I heard this the other day on the radio. You have already survived 100% of the worst possible things that you could experience in life. You've already experienced and survived everybody in the world that's tried to take you down or, or situations that have tried to take you down. You survived them. You're here. You're listening to this now. That shows you, ladies and gentlemen, that all of that stuff builds character. All of that stuff builds character. Now, I said in order to really, truly fail at something, I believe you have to completely give up and have no hope. If you don't accomplish something you set out to do, that doesn't mean that you failed. It means that you have not succeeded yet. Yet is the key word. Have you ever heard the phrase, at first you don't succeed, try, try again? Well, with God, never, you never lose hope. So how can you really ever fail? Failure is a fail, a feeling, not a thing. Failure is a feeling, not a thing. If you feel like a failure, most likely you suffer from depression and loneliness. There is no need to feel either. God promises that we are never alone, never to fear and never to be discouraged. Failure is a feeling that the devil loves to push on you. It's the key to everything within you. If you feel fear anything at all, the devil will use your failures to exploit that fear and literally control everything about your life, every aspect of it. It's all on you. It's all on you. It's all a matter of perspective. How you look at every situation will determine your whole life. If you walk with God and include him in everything that you do, then when you don't succeed at something, you'll take a deep breath, and then you, you'll say to yourself, I can't wait to try it again. That is how we all used to be as kids, because our parents taught us to be winners. Now, every kid gives up after a couple of attempts. They don't want to be better. They just want things to be given to them. But you all know that something that is given to you is never as appreciated as something that is earned. God wants you to earn your success, not by merely believing in him, but including him in everything you do and every decision you make as a partner, like you would your husband or your wife. Remember, failure is only called failure if you give up, so never give up. Push forward and read your Bible throughout the day, morning, noon, and night. If you do that, you will never fail at anything ever, ever again. And that is something to be happy for. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, remove your hats and let's go to the Lord in prayer. One voice, one LFA family from your lips to his ears. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. You know, last night, last night before I went to bed, I was uh, reading some Instagram messages and trying to answer some. And uh, I was talking to somebody and she's like, is this really you? I'm like, it's really me. And she said, yeah, I never know. She's like, a ton of men try to talk to me through social media and end up being, you know, crazy or weird or stalkers or whatever. And she goes, I have to block most of them. And I said, yeah, men are gross. (laughs) Men are like that. And uh, she then said, do you think that we're really winning? Do you think that we're honestly really winning 
or do you just feel very, very, uh, you know, confident about where we could go and how we, you know, basically what we could do? I said, no, I do feel we're winning. I do. Politically, I do feel that we are winning. Now, you might hear nothing but bad news every day, but that doesn't mean we're not winning. That's what that's doing is shining a light on the things that we need to go defeat. That's what, the new, that's what bad news is. Bad news is exposing the things that we need to go defeat. And I got to ask you, how many things have we lost on lately? Other than a stolen election, we didn't really lose. We got cheated. That's not losing. And look at all the things that we've won at since then. That's the important part. Please lift your cups up. Let's have our first slurp of the day. And I'll ask you to please rumble the video. It's the little plus sign. No matter where you are, it's either the little plus sign or it's the little boxing glove. Depends on if you're on, if you're on the laptop or if you are on the app. But please give us a rumble, a like, and a share. Here we go. Did you all see the new public service announcement that was put out by New York City yesterday pertaining to what to do during a nuclear fallout, a nuclear blast, basically a nuclear attack? Now, what makes me uncomfortable about this is that you never really see any of these PSA announcements about a nuclear attack or a nuclear fallout unless there's reason to put the PSA out. You know what I mean? People aren't going to give you a PSA about how to uh, look both ways before you cross the road because, you know, you just do that. People aren't going to give you a PSA about an attack from Mars, from aliens, because it's never going to happen. And that's the likelihood of getting a PSA today about a nuclear fallout or a nuclear attack. It really raises eyebrows as to why New York City would do this now. Now, you know there's a lot of fear-mongering going on from the White House and from the illegitimate government and from the swamp and all of these alphabet agencies and divisions of our military. And it's COVID, it's white supremacy, it's, you know, AR-15s jumping out of the cabinet, growing legs and running down the street, looking for the nearest minority to shoot them. You know what I mean? It's nationalism. It's stuff like that. Okay? All fear-mongering from all alphabet agencies right now. So it raises eyebrows as to why New York would put out a public service announcement about a nuclear blast now. So what we're going to do, folks, is we're going to go to that video now and show it to you. It came out yesterday. Again, very odd timing and very weird. Here it is. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. Oh, yeah, You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. You need to do what we say or else. Step two, stay inside. Again, stay inside. Lock yourself in. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. There you go. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Oh yeah, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. 
Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. All right, let's pause that right there. Don't go outside until officials say it's safe. Let me just tell you guys something right now. You know what I heard? Okay, we tried to lock them all down with COVID. We saw everybody that would comply. Literally 85% of the country complied, whether they were Republican or Democrat. Now we've weaned them. Now we've groomed them. Go inside. A car is not going to work. We want you in a building. Do what we say. Oh, by the way, make sure if there's a nuclear blast and, you know, you're that scared that you could die of radiation or the blast itself, make sure you check social media. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the first thing I'm going to do. Let me pop on Instagram real, real quick. Let me just open up that Facebook app real quick so I can scroll and see who else is posting selfies of themselves, uh, you know, their skin melting off or the blast exploding their neighborhood or something like that. Social media, no. Here's what it is. Go inside. Do what we tell you to do. Stay there for as long as we tell you to stay there. Follow social media so we can tell you exactly what to do next because we want compliance. We want control. We want obedience. Why in other... Why in the heck else would they even put out a PSA about a nuclear blast today? There's no risk of it. You know all the colors of risks of war? You know what I mean? Risks of nuclear war? There's no color coding right now for that. There's no talk of that. Again, I believe the entire thing is about do what we say, when we say, and we've already seen that we can lock you down, so... We're just going to put this out there as a just-in-case. That's a, that's a grooming thing. What they're doing is grooming. That's grooming. Oh, and by the way, what did she say at the end of that? Let's go back to that video real quick. What did she say at the end of that? You got this. Listen, hold on. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. Oh, okay. All right? You've got this. You've got this. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I'm glad I've got this. I'm glad I've been trained on how to deal with a nuclear explosion. Thank God for this YouTube video put out by the New York City um, illegitimate elected officials. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Again, ladies and gentlemen, declare your independence from the federal government. There's so many things that I'm talking about. And yes, there you go. Jacqueline says gaslighting at its best. That's 100% correct. By the way, if there's a nuclear blast, we're all dead. Exactly. Exactly. Behind the camera. Yep, no one is going to comply with this BS. Nobody's going to comply with any of their crap anymore. I know there's a big portion of the country that will, but people like you and I, we're not. We're not. So when I say declare your independence from the federal government, it means so many things. They are not your boss. They are not your gods. They are not your leaders. They are not your kings. They work for you. They don't get to tell you what to do, when to do it. You live in the United States of America. You live in the United States of America and all your rights are given to you by God, not government. For all those out there watching, maybe for the first time you don't know this, let me tell you. Let me make you aware. Let me pull you out of the realm of ignorance and into the realm of common sense. You are an American. You hit the lottery by being born here. You want to know why? You have more power than your federal government. Period. Start exercising it. Those who exercise it make a difference and are remembered in history. Those who follow suit are just another bug, another insect, another mindless zombie for these people to control. Do you live under God or do you live under government? 
Because I remember the Pledge of Allegiance not saying one nation under government. I remember the Pledge of Allegiance saying one nation under God. Remember that, folks. Remember that. You have more power than the federal government. And all this is is more fear-mongering, more control, more brainwashing, more grooming. Do not allow yourself to be groomed. Thank you very much so far for the $60, $50 that we've gotten in donations. Every little bit helps. Please share the Rumble link. Let's get it out there. Yesterday we had 4,800 people watching on Rumble. That, ladies and gentlemen, is where we'd like to get back to. All right, moving on. The war on killing babies. I told you God was not going to put us back in his grace and favor until we made the conscious decision. The effort as a federal level. As, a, as Americans, as a, as a country, as a nation of people, to turn our backs on killing babies. But that was just the beginning of the war. That was just the beginning of the war. Desperation. I've been saying it for weeks. I can smell the desperation coming off of these losers. I can smell it. I can see it every time I watch them on TV. I can smell it every time I'm around them. They are so afraid right now of us destroying everything that they've worked for decades for. I can smell the desperation coming off of these cowards, these godless losers, every time I'm around them. Pounce on that fear, ladies and gentlemen. Pounce on that desperation. And they're going to fight us, and they're going to fight us hard, especially as it pertains to killing babies. Because as a nation, if you kill babies and you think it's okay, boy, that's devil. That's the, that, that is the devil running your lives, running your nation. He is in control. No longer are we going to allow that. But that's not, that's not to say that the devil isn't going to come back harder. That's not to say that the slaves, the devil's minions, like the Bidens, like the Democrats, like the rhinos, like the, all these uniparty globalists, that doesn't mean they're not going to be used to come at us even harder. And that's exactly what's happening. You ready for this? Biden and his puppets, he doesn't know. Let's just say, we just say it's him because he's the face of what they're doing. Okay? Biden threatened to strip Medicare status from hospitals that fail to perform abortions in emergency situations, check this out, even if their state has a ban on the procedure by law. Even if their state has a ban on the procedure by law. Biden is going to punish these people the same way they punish schools that don't allow boys to shower and go to the bathroom with girls. The same thing they're doing to these schools and universities that don't allow men to compete in women sports. This is why we need to declare our independence from this federal government. Because they giveth and they can taketh away. And they giveth money and they giveth money and they giveth money until the point where you go, well, if we do this, then they won't give us any money anymore. Who cares? Who cares? Have a little bit of faith and take a step of faith and get away from the teat of the federal government any and all ways that you possibly can. Because this is disgusting. This is absolutely disgusting. And yes, they can do this because Medicare is true. I mean, they would go, they'd be taken to court. They'd be taken to court, yes. But Medicare is a federally funded program. This is how they do it. They're disgusting people. And they need to be literally, well, we'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to say any further on that. Joe Biden yesterday told doctors and hospitals around the country that they must perform abortions in emergency situations if the mother's life is in danger, even if their state has a ban on the procedure following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Well, that is putting a business in between such a rock and a hard place. 
What are they supposed to do? I'll tell you what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to follow state law. State law. State law trumps federal law. Period. Constitution trumps everything else. Period. Anything outside of that, somebody's lying to you. The state or the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. That gives the power to the states. The states always had the power. It should have never been a law to begin with. More than 25 states had trigger bans, meaning abortions become illegal or severely restricted once that was overturned. Biden threatened to issue fines and then strip Medicare status from hospitals that failed to perform abortions. Quote, today, this was reported by Politico, by the way, so take it with a grain of salt. But this is a quote. Today, in no uncertain terms, we are reinforcing that we expect providers to continue offering these services and that federal law preempts state abortion bans when needed for emergency care, said Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Bashera. He's wrong on that. He's wrong on that. Federal, tr- federal law never trumps state law per the Constitution, period. Unless you're dealing with matters of like military and, you know, attacks abroad. But when you're talking about these kind of issues, this is states. Under the law, no matter where you live, women have the right to emergency care, including abortion care. I don't believe that. I do not believe that. I do not believe that. A mother would die for her child in any way, shape, or form. Ask any mother. I don't believe that. The Biden administration released updated guidance on Monday reminding doctors around the country that they're protected by federal law if they terminate a patient's pregnancy as part of a treatment in an emergency circumstance. Here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. I know I'm not a woman, and I know I don't have the right to say whether a woman should live or die. I get that. God does. I don't. But here's the problem with that. Who is going to determine whether it's an emergency circumstance? That's a good question, isn't it? Who is going to determine whether... It is an emergency circumstance. Who is going to define what emergency circumstance actually means? Look how they've redefined racism. Look how they've redefined freedom of speech. Look how they redefined the word bigotry. They redefine things. Look how they redefine the word uh, uh, shall not be infringed or right to bear arms. Look how they redefine those words. I got to ask, who is going to define emergency circumstances? Because I can almost promise you that if they're allowed to do this in emergency circumstances, then they're going to say anything is an emergency circumstance. Your feelings are an emergency circumstance. A mother going, I feel like this is an emergency. Oh, she says it's an emergency, guys. Kill the baby. That's my problem with this rhetoric. That's my problem with what Biden is trying to do at a federal level. Keep your nose out of states' businesses. These are states' This is state business, and this is individual's business in that state. Not yours. You have no power here. Shut your mouth. Know your role. That's how it should be handled. Right there. They can't even, de- they can't even define what a woman is. How are they going to define what emergency circumstance means? Now, speaking of that loser in the health and human services role of secretary, Xavier Bashera, Folks. I told you, fear-mongering, propaganda, control obedience. He is now saying there will definitely be a virus resurgence this fall. How convenient. So my thing is, 
declare your independence from the federal government states. Do not allow them to lock you down again to steal elections any further. They know outside of calling it a pandemic at a national level, they're not going to be able to steal the election again, even with mail-in ballots because of all these election laws now, because of so many eyes on it. But they do, they do know also that they can lock everybody down and do it the same way they did it before. If they keep everybody home, if they keep you not at these poll places, if they keep you not at these precincts, if they keep your eyes not on what's going on. Here's Bashara yesterday saying there will be another resurgence of this pandemic this fall. What I will tell you is that uh, come the fall and winter, uh, most everyone who's uh, an expert on pandemics and uh, uh, these viruses will tell you that strong chance that we see we'll see a resurgence of uh, the virus whether it's the variants that we have now or new variants and we got to be ready all right we got to be ready he said it folks he's right we got to be ready for them to do this crap again we already know it we're ahead of it we just don't let them we just don't comply that's all we had to do the last time that's all i did it's all a lot of you did it's all we had to do as a country was just not comply they don't have the right to tell us what to do period period. There is no other discussion outside of that. You want to know how I know? Read the Constitution and read the Bill of Rights. There you go. There's your answers. They got away with it the first time. They get away with it the second time. It's your own fault. It's our own fault. All of our own faults. They allow, you allow them to do this again in your state. It is your state's fault. Just be ready to say no. They're coming after everything again. This time they're coming after the food, the energy, your, your, your freedom of speech, everything in a way they never have before. And it's okay. You can't be God. But the reason why I'm fired up is because I need you. I need everybody to know this. I need everybody to understand the fight that we have coming. And I told yesterday when Benny was on, what did I say? In seven months, we're going to be having very different conversations than we're having right now. They told us how they were going to steal the election the last time. We did nothing. Now we know how they're going to steal everything, not just the election, everything that you've ever known. It's, an, it's a whole new ball game. This is not fear-mongering and propaganda. This is actually the opposite. This is get your crap ready, get yourself ready, get your family ready, put on that armor of God, and be the red, white, and blue-blooded American that God made you to be. You won the lottery. Act like it. You won the lottery. You were born in America. Let's start acting like it. Amen? Now, Governor Ron DeSantis showed us the playbook, folks. Governor Ron DeSantis wrote the playbook and showed us exactly what to do. All we have to do is do what Governor Ron DeSantis did in Florida. Period. You hear that, Governor Sununu, you rhino piece of crap? Act like a Republican, not a piece of crap Democrat. Democrat. I am so sick of these weak-spined, no-courage-having, godless Republicans like Chris Sununu and like Governor Greg Abbott. Weak, 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 weak. That wheelchair really does define Governor Greg Abbott, doesn't it? Doesn't it? You can either let your handicap define you or not let it. And Governor Greg Abbott definitely lets his handicap define him. And it's, going, it's working its way all the way to his brain and his backbone. What a loser that guy is. Now, almost in lockstep, folks, strategy. You want to know how I know what they're doing? Because when they all start saying the same thing at the same time, it's a cohesive, strategic effort to push a narrative to achieve an agenda. Yesterday, 
Secretary Bashara said that during the day. And then, guess what happened after that? The CDC director herself came out and said, oh, by the way, unite all you people out there, get your booster shots, get them now, she said. So you got Secretary Bashara saying, we're definitely going to see a resurgence. And then in the same day, you haven't seen, what's her name, Raquel what, for the CDC? You haven't seen this CDC director in months. She's been hiding under a COVID rock for months because everything she said she, she, got, caught, she got caught up on. Every expert analysis that she and others did, they were wrong on. What, remember what uh, Bashara just said? All the, all the virologists and all the COVID experts say that it's coming again. Well, all those people were wrong the first time there. Numb nuts. All those people were wrong. So what are, you even, what are you even touting them for? I haven't seen Fauci in weeks. Where's he been? I haven't seen this CDC director lady in, we, in months. Where's she been? And all of a sudden, they all start coming out of the woodwork saying the same thing. Listen to what she said about get your booster. Get your booster. Even though they're stopping kids all around the world from taking COVID-19 vaccines because it's killing them. And boosters clearly don't work because they're clearly by the data showing that the more boosters you get, the more sick you are. They don't care about that, though. All they care about is narrative. Many Americans are under vaccinated, meaning they are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccines. Not all people over the age of 50 have received their first booster dose. Of those who received their first booster dose, only 28% of those over 50 have received a second booster dose. And of those over the age of 65, only 34% have received their second booster dose. Good. So my message right now is very simple. It's essential that these Americans, as Dr. Shah said, get their second booster shot right away. It is my simple suggestion. It's very simple what I'm trying to say. Get out there and get your booster if you haven't gotten it. And if you have gotten it, get another one. Why? Why? I mean, this isn't the land of 2020 where somebody could be wrong and somebody could be right. We know the truth. The truth is that the vaccines and the boosters don't work. They didn't work. They never worked. They're never going to work. Shut your mouth. What are we talking about here? Why are we giving any of these people airtime when the whole world now knows the truth? I'm not trying to push truth on you. We know the truth. We've got the data. We've got the data. Unbelievable, but predictable. Unbelievable, but predictable. Let's give her a booster shot right in her forehead, right between those eyebrows of hers. What the heck is going on here, folks? I'll tell you what's going on. It's not about stealing the election. It is, but it's about stealing everything. This is their one shot. This is their one-stop shop. That's why they were all in. That's why they didn't care if you could prove, if they could prove they won or not. They were all in because they knew they were going to try to cram it into four years. Don't let them. That's, it's that simple. Don't let them. I can't wait, to be honest with you, for the days that I see a blue helmet with the, word, with the uh, letters UN on it here. I can't wait for those days. Let's get it going. If that's where we're going anyway, then let's get the party started. Let's get it cracking. What are you waiting for, you cowards, to disarm us? Yeah, that's not going to happen either. In your wildest dreams. In your wildest dreams. Yesterday, folks, I, uh, yesterday I talked about uh, some leaked documents coming from within the FBI. 
that proved not only the complete 100% innocence of the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, but also proved that the FBI, just like they were in Michigan with the uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping, were 100% in on this, calling the shots from the top, and any FBI agent that had worked his way into these groups said they were completely innocent. We got it all. I put the links in my Rumble video yesterday. They're there. Go get them. Share them. Tons, tons of highly sensitive government information out there for the world to see. Yesterday, Stuart Rhodes was able to respond from prison about this on a, on a phone call. I'd like to play some of that audio for you if I can uh, right now. Give me a second here. Let's play some of that audio. Here we go. Start. Okay, Stuart, it's good to be with you on this Monday. Um, hey, how, how are you doing today? Um, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. Doing good. All considered. <clears throat> yeah, well, it's tragic. What's going on? Um, and you heard about the report we released today with uh, right. Proud Boy and uh, some documents he had sent to uh, his handlers uh, in, in what we believe is the FBI and uh, that exonerated the Proud Boys that day saying that they had no plans to, right. to commit any violence or to uh, any conspiracy to take over the, the you know, capital. Right. So it's pretty big, pretty big uh, information we released this morning. Love to, love to hear your take on that. Well, it, it, it reminds me of all the testimony of the rank and file Oath Keepers that the FBI interviewed, some of them at length. It's the same thing. There's no, there was no plan. There, there was absolutely zero plan or intent to enter the Capitol um, or to use violence at all. And they have hours and hours of interviews like that. But the problem is, is that the DOJ doesn't care. They already know the truth. Same goes for the, the so-called select committee. They know the truth, too. I mean, they just indicted Michael Green, another innocent man, who was there to do security. He was our operations leader for security. That's RIP. You know, you don't know right. But, but he, was, he was supposed to be, one of the, one of the terms against him is uh, criminal trespass. Well, he was supposed to be on the Capitol grounds because he was supposed to be um, taking care of the security for <laughs> Ali Alexander's permitted event in Area Eight on the Capitol grounds. Right. But they don't care. But they don't care about the truth. That's the problem. And so I think it's fantastic that, that people are starting to see, like, like they did with the Whitmer, you know, the so-called Whitmer plot, starting to see that you know this, this is a bunch of made-up nonsense. But the problem is, is that the U.S. government does not care. And when they put you in front of a D.C. grand jury, they're going to indict you anyway. And they put you in front of a D.C. jury, they're going to convict you. So, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm being a wet blanket, but just that if this is the reality we're in. It's important to pull the, the mask off and show what it really is. Right. Um, but don't think it's going to be a silver bullet to get us all out. It's probably not going to be. So it's going to take a, it's a long, hard fight. I think you're right. We have to see, we have to see it through to the end, you know. So he just said right there, it's a long, hard fight, and we have to see it through to the end. Why? Now, he hit all the nails on the head right there. The government doesn't care. The U.S. government doesn't care about the truth. They know the truth. They're still going to push forward with it. Yes, they are. Just like the stolen election, just like what they're trying to accomplish in a four-year period. They're trying to cram it all in. But what he said, which really hit the nail on the head, it's going to be a long, hard fight. It's not going to be a magic key that you turn, and it's going to be over. It's going to be a long, hard fight, and we need to do it. Perfect, right there. Right there. Why do we need to do it? 
Why does it have to be a long, hard fight? Well, because nothing great is obtained easily. That's number one. And number two, in order for us not to just let this thing hide and then rear its ugly head later, and what I'm talking about is that globalist mentality, that king and queen tyrannical mentality that we have riddled within D.C. and our state and local governments all throughout the United States, In order for us to rid it completely, we have to dig deep. We have to get down and every single one of us have to get mud and dirt and grime and blood under our fingertips. Every one of us. None of us is going to come out of this unscathed. None of us is going to come out of this looking like a supermodel. We're going to look like tired, worn out, dragged down soldiers. Men and women who fought for their country in a very different way than they did in 1776 in a very different way than they did during the Civil War, in a very different way than they've ever done it. And we're doing it right now. We're in it right now. We're getting our hands dirty right now. Smell it. Taste it. Feel it. That is war, folks. That's war. And if you want to win, you got to go for the gusto. You got to go. You got to kick them when they're down. No mercy. And you have to purge this country clean the same way God would purge a nation from its evil doing that's what we have to do never say die attitudes armor of God full forward full force straight forward 100 miles an hour and don't stop until God blows his whistle that's where we are and half the problem I'm going to tell you right now if not more but half of the problem why we see ourselves in this mess right here is because of our very own Republican Party. That is why. Because of our very own weak, no-courage, spineless Republican Party. Every bit of it. The reason why the Shamuary 6th Committee even still exists, especially after those documents got uh, leaked out yesterday, is because our Republican Party allows it to happen. The reason why Stuart Rhodes is rotting in prison, the reason why all those people in the D.C. Gulag are rotting in prison with no due process, with no American due process, is because our Republican leaders are letting it happen. Do you know how fast those people would be out of prison if our Republican leaders literally with their resources and their leadership called all of us there. And for days and days and days and days, we just shut it down until they release these people, at least give them bail. Like you're supposed to give them, give them a fighting chance. Like you're supposed to give them what the Republican party is doing by their lack of power and their lack of courage is they are setting a precedent that it's going to be okay for the federal government to be able to arrest you and throw you away and lock and throw away the key, lock you away and throw away the key with no due process. That is the president precedent that is being set right now because of our weak Republican Party, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If the Republican Party wanted all this to stop, it would stop today. They would deny quorum. They would do whatever they got to do. They have power. There's tons of Republicans who've been in power forever. They have more power than even Nancy Pelosi herself behind the scenes, and they do nothing. Why? Because they hate Trump. They hate Trump. And they hate all of you. When President Donald J. Trump said, they're not after me, they're after you, I'm in the way, he didn't just mean you you Trump supporters. He meant everybody. They're coming after everybody and I'm in the way. I'm trying to save America. I don't care what letter you put in front of your name. That's how Trump looked at things. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go rhino hunting and this rhino we've never hunted for but he's the biggest scumbag rhino that there is and he plays every all of his hands 
from behind the scenes. You don't see him anymore. Oh, but he's very active in all of it. Let's go rhino hunting. Get get your permits, folks. Here we go. I'll make you famous. <laughs> rhino hunting. Where's my hat? I need to get my hat on here. Hold on. There it is. There's my rhino hunting hat. Got me looking like a looking like a like a like a fat Chinese guy or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, folks, rhino hunting for Paul Ryan. What a loser this guy is. Paul Ryan might be the biggest loser in the Republican Party. I don't know which person I would rather spend five minutes with scolding them up and down. Mitt Romney or Paul Ryan? Both of them are scumbags. Both of them are pro- they're probably boyfriends. Who knows? But in a new book written by rhino scumbag Paul Ryan, never Trumper, liar, rhino Paul Ryan, he says, quote, I found myself sobbing on January 6th. <laughs> oh, the MAGA king and his supporters. <laughs> I found myself sobbing. On January 6th, what a loser this guy is. What a loser this guy is. Let's read this story. (laughs) I love how the article starts out. The article starts out like this. Do you remember Paul Ryan? At one time, he was a worthless Republican House Speaker of the House. He's got to be the most, like, the least remembered Speaker of the House of all time. That's how much of a loser this guy is. Paul Ryan pushed the Trans-Pacific Partnership Trade Agreement to ensure the last remaining manufacturing jobs here in the great U.S. of A. would be moved over to East Asia, if you guys all remember that. And thank God Donald Trump came along and put a stop to that tomfoolery. Paul Ryan allegedly refused subpoenas to investigate the deep state players who ran a coup against President Donald Trump. Well, we know that's right. He hated Trump. Paul Ryan allegedly pushed Devin Nunes and removed him from his committee chair position after he uh, told President Trump about Obama spying on him. Paul Ryan repeatedly promised to fund the Trump border law or wall, and he repeatedly lied. Paul Ryan later slammed Republicans who did not vote to impeach President Donald J. Trump in January of 2021. And Paul Ryan announced that he would hold fundraisers for toxic dirtbag never Trumper Republicans, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. It lets you know which side of the spectrum he's really on. And in his new book, Paul Ryan said he found himself sobbing on January 6th. <laughs> oh, he said he was so disturbed by the events of January 6th that he found himself sobbing while watching the events on television. Why? Why? That's what I want to know. If I was the reporter that he told this to or, or, or that got a chance to interview him, I'd say, why did you find yourself sobbing? I found it disturbing. Why? Why did you find it disturbing? I, I, I would press him on these questions. He told journalist Mark Leibovich for his forthcoming book, Thank You for Your Servitude, that he often did not cry, but something snapped in him that day. Oh, did it? Did Donald Trump break you? Oh, Did this MAGA party, this ultra MAGA party, did it finally break you? Did it break the weak spine you had left if you ever had any at all? You weak little loser, you nerd. I spend my whole adult life in that building, Ryan said, according to a copy of the book read by an insider. And I saw my friends, a lot of cops, some of my old security detail buddies. I'm still friends with a bunch of those guys today. It really disturbed me uh, foundationally. Were you friends with... uh, 
Were you friends with the officer who shot Ashley Babbitt in the neck and murdered and killed her? Michael Byrd? Were you friends with him? Huh? You friends with Benny Thompson? Friends with Nancy Stretchface Armstrong? You friends with uh, ankle-biting Adam Kinzinger? You friends with uh, warmongering Miss Piggy? Yellow Teletubby, uh, Liz Cheney, that's who you're friends with? I'm friends with all that security detail. Good! Then that means they're all swamp and they all should be fired. Thanks for letting us know. What a loser this guy is. I never thought it would come to this. <laughs> you never thought that a coup of a duly elected sitting president elected by the people not selected by the swamp would come to this? Are you that stupid? <gasps> I'm broke. Well, I guess Trump broke so many. Weak Republicans and Democrats, why not break you too? You loser. You loser. Half the problems is definitely the Republican Party. And that is why, folks, this fight, like I said, the dirt, the grime, the mud, the blood, it's gonna be it's gonna be of epic proportions. And for the FBI that's watching and monitoring my show every day, we're not talking about physical violence here. We're using analogies and metaphors. It's okay. Don't come knocking on my door and trying to intimidate me. You have no legal resource and you have no power here. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Take your crap somewhere else to somebody you can scare. We are declaring our de- independence from the federal government. And one way to do it, folks, with your food, with your energy, with your water, with all that, is also with your money. With your money. And that is why, when we are low on finances here in Life from America, then I do sponsors, I allow sponsors to come in, people who I agree with, people who I've talked to personally, people who I understand what their mission is and what their goal is. Now, obviously, every business's goal is to make money. But there's some businesses out there that want all boats to rise. Gold Coast is one of those companies. They just are. I had conversations with these folks. Anybody that I allow to sponsor this show, I have personal conversations with. And like I said, you don't have to put all your money. You don't have to put half your money. You can put some of your money. Just put some in actual metals. You don't even have to really go to Gold Co. But I trust them, so why not? So call 855-559-3433 or go to goldco.com. Help secure your nest egg. Help secure retirement or even just start one by putting it in something that's not going to be sent to Ukraine so that Vladimir Zelensky can buy another leather thong and go parading around dancing on some stupid state-run TV media that he has put all together that nobody can have an independent media anymore. That's what you do. Secure your money so it's not sent to Ukraine to be spent on crap like that. Now, I couldn't wait for this part of the show. We're going to run a little bit late today, and that's okay. Thank you for being here. Elon Musk, Elon Musk, oh, Elon, richest man in the world. So many people admire Elon Musk. I only admired his fight for Twitter, nothing else. I did admire his red pilling, though, or at least I thought. He did put his big pants, his big boy pants on to fight Twitter. I'll give him that. But if you think that putting your big big boy pants on, Thank you, Rosa. God bless you, Rosa. Just donated 500 to Live from America. We thank you so much, Rosa. God bless you. We love you. Hang in there as well. If you think that putting your big boy pants on and going tit for tat with Twitter is going to get you ready for a bout with Donald J. Trump, 
you are as socially awkward and as common sense stupid as everybody thought that you were. Taking on Twitter as small potatoes compared to taking on Trump, and everybody knows it, even Trump haters know that. Now, Donald Trump didn't just take on Twitter. He took on all of Silicon Valley. He took on all fake news media. He took on all the globalists of the world. He took on all the rhino Republicans who hated him. He took on all the Democrats who hated him. He took on everybody that wanted to take him down. And guess what? Not only is he still standing, not only does he have a 99% chance of winning with his endorsements, but he also created his own social media platform in the process of campaigning while he's not even campaigning and he's raised $140 million. And you think that you're going to go blow for blow with Donald Trump, Elon Musk? I can't wait to see you lose and fail at that. Look, Elon Musk might be a smart guy. He might be the richest man in the world. He might even be the, the most innovative person that ever lived. But when it comes to common sense and having a straight conversation and a backyard barbecue debate and dialogue and shaking hands, the guy's the most awkward, socially awkward loser on planet Earth. And he was picked on because of it. How in the H-E double hockey sticks do you think that you're going to go toe for toe or blow for blow with Donald J. Trump? So we all know that Donald Trump called Elon Musk a BS artist. The other day, while he was in Anchorage, Alaska, he said, Elon Musk is a BS artist. Well, the billionaire entrepreneur, Elon Musk, said it was time he responded to Donald Trump calling him a BS artist. And he said this. He said, it's time for um, former President Donald J. Trump to hang up his hat and sail into the sunset after Donald Trump insulted him and called him a BS artist during his rally over the weekend. Trump told the crowd on Saturday that he was previously predicted that Musk would not purchase the social media giant. Well, it looks like T-W-R-A. Trump was right again. (laughs) He got himself in a real mess, said Trump. You know, he said the other day, I've never voted for a Republican. I said, I didn't know that. He told me he voted for me. I said, oh, he's another BS artist. Well, that prompted prompted Musk to come out and said that he should uh, ride off into the sunset. And that there's no place for him in in politics. He says, I don't hate the man. He said, but it's time for Trump to hang up his hat and sail into the sunset. Dems should also call off the attack. Don't make it so Trump's only way to survive is to regain the presidency. Ah! (laughs) What a nerd. You really think all the money in the world isn't going to be able to back up that check that your mouth just wrote? All the money in the world, all the innovation in the world, all the brilliance in your brain in the world is not going to make you even stand a chance in a war of words back and forth with the great ultra MAGA king, Donald J. Trump. What's wrong with you? Elon, I thought you were smarter than that. I thought you were a lot smarter than that. You're going to get crushed. Donald Trump is going to play with you like a cat plays with a mouse. It's literally like sending in somebody who wrestles in middle school wrestling and send them in there with a UFC champion. Are you stupid? Are you straight stuck on stupid Elon Musk? So, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in history, and it is kind of an oxymoron to call such a genius a dumb dumb, but... Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. I don't even know what to make of that. I'm not mad at that. I actually can't wait to see it. 
So I pray to God that that war of words continues because I can't wait to see Donald Trump literally just sit there and flick off little Elon. Like, what are you doing? Like, straight up, what are you doing? You, you know what? You should have left it at Twitter. Now you're, now you're screwed. You don't take on that, man. Come on. Don't be stupid. Now, ladies and gentlemen, moving on to some good news of the day. Busted, busted, busted. Much like Biden's broke back, busted plan, Raphael Warnock in Georgia, busted, violating campaign laws. Well, how about that? Caught, red-handed, violating campaign finance law. That never stopped a Democrat before, but here we go. While the media has been laser-focused on the past personal failings of Herschel Walker, Senator Raphael Warnock, whose history includes accusations of domestic violence and allegedly allowing abuse at a church camp, has largely avoided scrutiny. Well, it's because he's a Democrat. That's hardly surprising given that Democrats are always giving a pass, but another Warnock scandal has come to light, and even Politico, for all of their loserville ways, reported on this. Senator Raphael Warnock used campaign money to cover legal expenses for a lawsuit relating to his time as a church minister. Transactions that raise questions about whether the spending is illegal and is unlawful of federal rules governing personal campaign finances. Well, mm, I wonder. The case first filed in 2019 by Atlanta resident Melvin Robertson involved baffling and seemingly baseless allegations against Warnock that date, date back to 2005 when he was a pastor. It was dismissed by a federal district judge, uh, court judge in Georgia without any of the defendants being served. But Robertson uh, refiled a similar lawsuit in 2021 outlining the same allegations against Warnock while also suing Ebenezer Baptist Church where he has a long where he was long served as a senior pastor and other pu uh, public figures this time Warnock was serving in the Senate and he was enlisted in his campaign excuse me he enlisted his campaign attorneys from the Mark Elias law group to represent him in the case along with an Atlanta firm here's the problem it is against the law to use campaign funds in any capacity to fight a lawsuit that isn't a result of one's candidacy or holding the office. Given the first lawsuit was filed in 2019 prior to Warnock running for the Senate and the later lawsuit in 2021 had no relation to Warnock being a politician. The allegations were from 20, 2005 and 2008. The move to pay Mark Elias uh, appears to be completely illegal as it was done while he was a senator. So, we know that he violated campaign finance laws. We know that he used campaign funds for something that he should not have used them for. So, will the, will the state's attorney, will the DA, or will any kind of law enforcement go after Raphael War Warnack the same way that they're investigating Lauren Boebert in Colorado? I doubt it, but the fact of the matter is, it's out there and justice will be whenever served. And now, folks, you guys know who Jeff Dunham is, right? He does, the, uh, he does the puppets. He does the ventriloquism and the puppets. Well, he's got a character that looks a lot like Joe Biden. Well, he turned that character into Joe Biden. And while you might be familiar with fireside chats, Je uh, Jeff Dunham has a new, pod a new, uh, a new podcast um, featuring Joe Biden tackling questions about gas prices and everything else under the sun, and it's not called Fireside Chats, for, because it's Joe Biden, it's Fireside Shats. Fireside Shats. 
which means he poops his pants. Check it out. What? Now? Now? Yes, you're Okay, all right. Uh, greetings, uh, uh, United People of Earth, uh, Americans, United States, us. Uh, I'm President Joe Biden, and welcome to my first edition of our Fireside Chats, where you send in <laughs> questions and I answer them. These are all real questions submitted by you. Maybe not like you, you, but, you know, the next guy next to you, you. Yeah, they were either submitted at Jeff's live shows on the road when we were there or done online with the clicky thingy and the mouse thing. So uh, here we go. So there's a teleprompter somewhere. Oh, there it is. It's right where I'm looking. So it looks like I'm actually looking at you, but I'm not. I'm reading stuff. I don't see you. I see the words. Okay, the first question is from Sarah Hudson. Dear Mr. President, what techniques are you using to combat your memory challenges? Well, I have a really great list of ways to keep your memory sharp, and I'll read it to you just as soon as I remember where I put it. Ian, just says Ian. Ian, uh, nomad something or other. I don't know what the hell, I can't read it. <laughs> Dear Mr. President, when's the last time you didn't get distracted by an ice cream truck? Well, you son of a squirrel! <laughs> this is uh, from Lance, a cosplay, cosplay king. What the hell is that? I don't know what that is, a cosplay. Anyway. Dear Mr. President, if a chicken sandwich has chicken wings... Would it be a wing sandwich? You idiot, Lance. Chickens don't fly, so that means they don't have wings. <laughs> Duh. Sheesh. And that moron has the right to vote. <laughs> Next, from Starrula. 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 There's two R's. Starrula. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, dear Mr. President. Hi. I'm 50 and single. How do I find the man of my dreams? <laughs> yeah, you're 50? Yeah, keep dreaming, lady. Hang on, she's 50 and single? Oh, uh, can I uh, uh, take a whiff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Smells like my sister. Okay, next question. Leonardo Amaya. Dear Mr. President, what's with the gas prices? Oh, uh... Nothing. They're fine. They're great. So everything's good. And the economy's zooming, and we're all doing just, just, just fine. However, uh, if they are a little high, that's uh, Russia's fault. Uh, Russia, Putin. Yeah, Putin did that. And a little Trump. So make sure you guys check out Jeff Dunham's uh, YouTube channel where he's mocking. Uh, it, it's called Fireside Chats. I think it's funny. It's great. There's plenty more to go. There's like seven minutes of that. So you guys can go get it, share it out. I think it's great. But it goes to show you, for Jeff Dunham to get political, because he never really has, it lets you know where we're headed. Big red wave. Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to remind you, before we bounce today, all of the new items on JeremyHarrell.com, a lot of summer items, a lot of women tank tops. There's even more that's posted, uh, more than, uh, than what's posted here, and we will get them on the site very soon, check out the She is Fearless, the Freedom, and the We the People tank tops. Also, We the People and Flag tank tops for men coming this summer. Also, folks, check this out. 405 businesses now in the American Strong Business Directory on JeremyHarrell.com. That is absolutely phenomenal. 
And from now on, if you guys want to help out with MyPillow, if you want to help Mike and me, you actually have to go to MyPillow.com slash LFA, and that takes you right to my landing page. Let's help him out. We're going to get Mike back on next week, and we're going to get Senator Mastriano and so many more familiar faces back on Live from America as we gear up for LFA TV this fall. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, and keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you in Telegram coffee chats in exactly 49 minutes. So make sure you're there. And if you want to have your camera on, you can. Everything will be recorded, though. God bless you. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And keep spreading that gospel, guys. God bless each and every one of you. Peace.